Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No brakes, no brakes, no fear, no fear. The official British Speedway podcast. Welcome along to another episode of No Breaks, No Fear, the official podcast of British Speedway. Now, the weather has certainly had its say in the British Speedway programme this last week, particularly over the bank holiday weekend, which was very firmly a traditional bank holiday washout. However, we have got some reaction from the only premiership fixture to take place over the last week, as the Leicester Lions defeated the Wolverhampton Wolves. You look at the Wolverhampton team tonight with the Adam to over, I'd look in the same these guys all had lots of laps around here the last couple of seasons. Uh, but tonight it was about Leicester, it was about our team. And for the most part, the spotlight is very firmly on the Oxford Cheaters and the Oxford Chargers. We're joined by the Oxford team boss of both sides, Peter Schroke. You know, my role is to keep everything calm and not just to fill the program in and tell people what to do. I need to find out what makes people tick and, and work with them on that level and hopefully get the best out of them. And we've got reaction to the draw for the semi-finals of the BSN series in the Cab Direct Championship, where the Red Car Bears qualify as best runners-up, and Charles Wright entertained the crowds with a breathtaking ride in Heat 15 against the Brummies. I was definitely not letting Sedgy beat me uh, twice around my own track and scoring a maximum, so I think, you know, I was a... Uh, more eager than anything to make sure he didn't get a max on the night. We'll also hear the thoughts of Tom Brennan, Simon Lambert and Kyle Newman to the draw for the semi-finals of the BSN series. All on the way. No breaks, no fear. The official British Speedway podcast. Welcome along to another episode of No Breaks, No Fear, the official British Speedway podcast. And it has been a bit of a quieter week than we would have liked in British Speedway, with the weather certainly having its say and postponing a number of meetings through the course of the week, particularly much of the um, premiership fixtures that were due to take place, not least on Bank Holiday Monday. So it has been a bit of a quiet spell, but there has been some good action as well over the last seven days, and we will look back on that. And we're also joined throughout this episode by our special guest this week. I'm pleased to say that from the Oxford Cheaters, the team boss of the Cheaters and the Chargers, Peter Schroke is with us this week. And uh, well, Peter, it's been a busy day for you, hasn't it? But nothing to do with Speedway today. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, obviously, a bit like Speedway, I've got a business to run as well. And one thing, none and today was the day where I had to look after my little uh, three year old grandson. So I'm a little bit secondhand at the moment, but I'm sure. Uh, I'll recover in a minute. I've had, got my little bit, got myself a little bit of a of a booster, and um, yeah, I'm all ready for you. So uh, hit me with it. 
<laughs> and that, that little booster is in the form of a little something cold from the fridge uh, after a busy day looking after your uh, your three-year-old grandson. Um, we'll, we'll come to the, the Oxford Chargers and the Cheaters soon because um, it's, it's a big week, particularly for the Chargers, because, of course, they get their National League season underway. So we'll talk all about things at Oxford very soon. But just to cover off uh, the one fixture we have had in the Premiership this week, which was uh, at Leicester. Before we move on to that, Peter, obviously viewing from afar, you've had involvement in the in the Premiership in the past with your time at, uh, at Kings Lynn not too long ago. But what's your assessment of how the, the Premiership's looking so far this season? The Premiership is 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 obviously, you know, the 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 top the top of the tree with all the TV and all sorts of stuff, and um, you know, and um, and yeah, it's quite exciting stuff. And Bellevue is obviously at the moment it looks like they're running away with it, but I'm sure once everybody finds their feet and it all starts leveling out, and I think there's still a few guys, a few teams having a few problems on there, you know, with home track advantage. Once that, and that's a big thing at Bellevue. You know, Bellevue is is a very strong at home. You know, once you're dialed in there, it's even with the National League. You know, if they got you've got the fastest engine. You know, you should be doing okay there. So uh, yeah, overall, it's um, you know it's a great league. It's um, you know, but personally, I would love to see it all. We all work together a lot more because I think that's the future. Well, one fixture that did survive the weather this last week was at the Pigcock Motorcycles Arena at Beaumont Park in Leicester, where the Leicester Lions produced their best performance of the season to defeat Midlands rivals Wolverhampton 49-41. The Watling JCB Lions always expected a tough test against a Wolves side packed with track specialists, but they came through with an impressive all-round team display, and the big highlight was a top-class performance from number one Max Frick, who showed clear signs of the form which made him into a Grand Prix rider with some thrilling action, especially in the latter stages of the meeting. Here's Heat 15. Well, Max Frick tonight has been absolutely sensational. Really fired up. And Max Frick and Richard Lawson on their way to a heat advantage here in uh, heat number 15. Nichols looking around. Sam Masters missing out this time. Down the back shape for the final time. Max Frick with his best performance here at Bowman Park this year. And Frick and Lawson are going to bag a heat advantage and the Lions will win the meeting by eight. So a big night for Max Frick then and certainly showing that he's getting to grips with his new home circuit. Let's hear the thoughts of his team manager then, Stuart Dixon, speaking to Dave Rowe. Stuart, when we looked at the Wolverhampton team for tonight's meeting, it looked very strong, especially made almost for this track, so he must be delighted to come away for the win. Yeah, we were concerned, there's no doubt about it. We've not been riding as well as I know we can, and when you look at the Wolverhampton team tonight, with the Adam sent it over. I looked, you know, these guys all had lots of laps around here the last couple of seasons. Uh, but tonight, it was about Leicester, it was about our team. Um, there was a coming together, we had a good wee chat, the boys asked for a couple of certain things for the track to be changed in a certain way. I've done so today with the help of my track staff, and um, we got the job we wanted yeah. Before heat 15, there were clear signs that Max Frick looked more comfortable on the track mechanically and himself. Then that heat 15 was just a complete wow race. So that's what you signed, isn't it? Yeah, that's what we signed. Um, he's now getting to get to the track, as you rightly said. He was in here last week. I mean, Jake Allen were, were having some practice. Um, it wasn't voluntary. 
you know I mean, they were in here to, 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 to get into grips with the track. I think it, I think it paid off. I, th I think it certainly helped. Um, and as you say, Heat 15 topped off a good night for them. It's good. There's yeah, It's always good when you win. I get that. I do get that. But it was pleasing for him because um, he takes his speedway seriously. And I know he knows there's a bit of pressure on him because he was the big marquee signing. Um, uh, but no, really pleased for him uh, as well as the rest of the team. I'm, I'm pleased for all of them that they managed to win the Heat 15 tonight. They meeting already won. It was nice to just stand back and relax and enjoy it. And we've not, we've not had that that often this season yet. It looked like they were working to well in the pits. I don't know if you've had words about that as well, but it looked like it was a good, good atmosphere both on and off track. I think that comes naturally when, when, you're, when you're winning. If you're behind, it can be difficult. Riders tend to go into a shell, do their own thing. When you're winning, if you're having a good night, I always emphasise go and speak to another rider who's maybe not having a good night. Something Maybe they don't, some of the younger guys in the team maybe don't want to come up and say something. Go and approach them. Go and, go and ask them what's wrong. So I think so. It comes with winning, definitely, but it was definitely a happier camp tonight than certainly the last week. Well, uh, Stuart Dixon's opposite number, Peter Adams, uh, was uh, looking at mechanical trouble really playing their part in Thursday's 49-41 defeat at Leicester. Peter Adams said it was a tough match against tough opposition. We had quite a few bike issues with one or two of the boys, but I thought we fought well. It just ran away with us a bit at the end. But uh, Peter Adams will be the first to always tell you that nothing is won in May and uh, plenty of time for Wolverhampton to uh, get back on track after that minor setback against against the uh, Leicester Lions last week. Uh, looking at some of the matches then that are coming up this week in the week ahead, the Knockout Cup quarter-final between Bellevue and Wolverhampton still awaiting completion. Sheffield and Wolves have now arranged premiership fixtures and will meet on Thursday at Olerton and Monday at Monmore Green. Uh, another league clash sees Leicester face Kings Lynn on Thursday in a rearrangement from a fortnight ago, whilst it's the Knockout Cup semi-final between the Ipswich Witches and the Peterborough Panthers. That gets underway with the first leg being held at Foxhall on Thursday night. So that's how the week ahead looks. And uh, different competitions all on the boil at the moment as far as the Premiership is concerned. But looking at the Premiership League table so far, um, well, the Bellevue Aces remain top of the table, but they have ridden more than everyone else still, of course. Seven matches ridden and 12 points. Second place in the Premiership table are the Ipswich Witches, four matches ridden and six points. Third are Wolverhampton Wolves with four ridden and five points. Sheffield Tigers are currently in fourth. They've ridden three meetings and they're on five points. And uh, fifth, the Leicester Lions, four meetings ridden and on five points. So uh, very tight there in that sort of middle order, three teams on five points. Uh, two of those, uh, Wolves and Leicester, have ridden the same amount of meetings as well. And then it's Kings Lynn in sixth, three meetings ridden and two points on the board. And then uh, currently uh, propping everything up, uh, the Peterborough Panthers with five matches ridden and no points on the board so far. But of course, it's all about the knockout cup later this week for the Peterborough Panthers. And uh, maybe they want to draw a line on their league form and uh, see if they can get anything out of that first leg against Ipswich. You'll be able to watch that, by the way, live on BSN. Uh, which will be uh, this Thursday evening. So that's uh, how the Premiership situation uh, looks. Right now, though, let's turn our attention to the opposite end of the spectrum in British Speedway, and we'll talk about the National Development League next. Because it's a big week for the National Development League, uh, not least Workington Comets race their first match at their brand-new track, the newest track, 
probably in World Speedway, isn't it? Northside, uh, which is a fantastic facility. Surely you've seen the pictures of it. And uh, they host their first match against the Edinburgh Monarchs Academy. Uh, that's on Saturday. But uh, before that, the Oxford Chargers get their National Development League season underway as well. At home to the Leicester Cubs, the eventual champions last year. But uh, Leicester knocking uh, the Oxford Chargers out of the playoffs uh, en route to that title. So uh, it's a big week there. And then the, the um, Oxford Chargers are going to be at the National Speedway Stadium on Friday, racing against the Bellevue Colts. Peter Schroke is with us, the team manager of both the Chargers and the Oxford Cheaters. And looking at the Chargers, Peter, um, it is a you know a big lineup that you've got yourself there this season. You know, especially at that level, when you consider Jordan Jenkins, Henry Atkins, Luke Killeen are all riders who are getting experience in the championship with the Cheaters. So big, big home advantage there. And, and Jordan Jenkins, you know, very handy rider indeed at, the, at that level. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, that was the whole idea of it of of building a club environment at Oxford. You know, sort of sort of basically growing within. And um, obviously, having the the three youngsters in uh, in Jordan, Henry, and Luke with uh, involved with the Chargers, that hopefully gives us that little bit of an advantage when we start our uh, um, National League uh, uh, development um, uh, campaign this week. And um, you know, I'm hoping that the, the youngsters who are not involved within the Cheaters that are going to feed from those three guys with the experience was they gaining on a weekly basis with the with 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 the with the cheaters. So it, it it works all together. So and so far we've got a very, very good spirit going on in at Oxford. Um, you know, most of the youngsters they're always down every week as well, supporting the older ones and you know, because they feel that uh, you know, with us giving them giving the three youngsters an opportunity uh, they feel like you know the more they get involved, the more chances they have got in the future to get an opportunity themselves to be be involved in the in the championship, and that's the whole idea of it. So uh, it's been it's been tough last year. You know we have we had quite a few injuries and one thing or another. Nathan's been out quite a long time, and uh, you know it, it hit us at the wrong time if you like. And um, you know because of the national league being sort of a little bit spread out. It's um, there's no con- you know there's there's no consistency regarding the meetings. It's always been a bit tough to catch up. So uh, you know, like I said, we had injuries at the wrong time, I believe. But you know, this year we start from scratch. You know, uh, everybody knows that um, obviously we lost uh, Nathan again to to an accident up at Berwick. So we replaced him with Ryan Kinsley, which um, you know, which he's a he's a force in himself in that league. So hopefully we can get on a good start this week. We've got three meetings coming up, which is uh, which is really positive, and uh, um, yeah, and see what happens. And the captain is is Jordan Jenkins, and you know you can definitely see the improvement that he's um, undergone over the last year or so. Watching him for the Oxford Cheetahs, you know he's he's winning races there where he might have found them a little bit more difficult last year, but he, he's he's getting out of the gate. He's getting the job done sometimes by the first bend and when he's not doing that he's showing he can race around that circuit at home as well and you can see that the you know the experience probably that he's had as a rising star with Peterborough and also racing in that uh, Polish under 24 extra league as well it uh, it certainly seems to be paying dividends f- for Oxford overall i it's, it's 
it's really coming together for him, you know. It's uh, and on on top of it, he's a super nice lad. On top of it, you know, sort of thing, and and he's feeding, you know, he's feeding from 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 the the, the four guys which we've got in, um, you know, in in um, in uh, uh, Cameron, Louis, uh, you know, Sam and Scott. You know, it's it's those four guys. They got they got a lot of experience at that level. And for him to be in the mix of that, you know, in the pits and everything, and and I can see he's feeding from those guys. He's asking questions, you know. He's learning each time, and everybody's sort of cheering him on. And uh, you know, it just shows you sort of what 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 he's all about. When we was down at Plymouth, you know, he had he had three last places, and he was he thought I'm going to take him out of the race, but you know, I said all I said to him like, look. You know, this is your race, Heat 14, go and get it, you know. And he beat Ben Barker down there. So, so, and, you know, it pretty much, uh, you know, helped us win in the, win in the meeting. So I couldn't be any proud of him. I've known him since he was uh, 12 years old when he used to come to Rye House to the training schools with his granddad. So, and, and I've sort of obviously always followed his progression. And this year, so he's, he, he's within a team where there's no pressure on him whatsoever. The pressure is all from the outside on all of them. To be quite honest, that's what I drum into them. You know, the pressure comes from the outside. It's definitely not within the club or from me or anything like that. I just want these boys to enjoy themselves, and it seems to bring the best out of them. So, um, so, so, so far, so good. But you know, I'm I'm not naive enough that things can change very, very quickly in speedway. But while you're on a high, you know, you might as well ride it out and see what happens where it takes you. I'm not sure that. Many people fully appreciate the amount of work you do with upcoming riders, with youth riders, beyond being the team manager of, of the, the two Oxford teams. Uh, but even going back over the years, you know, you've, you've worked with many lads who are now coming through and, you know, heading for team places in probably in the championship very, very soon indeed. Ashton Bausham probably being one from last season who came in first ever speedway race and won it and uh you were you were involved in in helping him through as well so you know it's a, a busy time for you it is you know and, and it makes me quite proud actually when i see max perry you know or max james or they, they all used to come to Roy house for practice and asking advice and one thing and another and, and and you know and sort of not saying that you know it's all me sort of thing but i like to think that i say the right thing sometimes to people and and it works, you know, sort of thing. But when I look around with, with what's going on with all the youngsters, Sam Hagen, all the, all those sort of guys, you know, that I've known them since they were like 10, 11 years old. So after, of what they're doing and, you know, to get to know the parents because the parents can be, you know, they can be hard work sometimes, you know, so I have to pull them back a little bit. And, and yeah, I do get involved. I do enjoy that side of things. And, you know, it is a lot of hard work, you know. It's, it's obviously, I'm looking after you know, two teams down at Oxford. So it is almost like a full-time job and, you know, and every rider needs a little bit of a different cuddle and, or, 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 or a little kick up the backside, if, they, if, if you like to say. You know, everybody's different. So, um, and that's my role. You know, my role is to keep everything calm and not just to fill the program in and tell people what to do. I need to find out what makes people tick and, and work with them on that level and hopefully get the best out of them. So, uh, and so far, you know, it's 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 been going okay, and um, you know, and I've got a lot of respect for everybody who is who who, who is uh, who is down there, and is racing, and uh, and I like to think they got the same for me, and that's why it's working. So, uh, as far as Ashton Belgian comes, yeah, I mean, you know, he, he came from nothing, 
you know, from nowhere, basically, not nothing, but nowhere. And I've done a lot of personal work with him and, um, you know, and uh, they decided at first to go in a different direction and I supported them with them. But then sort of they U-turned a little bit and then wanted to get involved with the National League. And, um, you know, I wasn't prepared to sort of, you know, I would love to have him at Oxford, you know, and people probably saying why he's not there when I've done all this work with him. But, you know, at the end of the day, I wasn't going to be prepared to, to, to uh, jeopardise anybody else within the team, what we've already got just to fit somebody else in. So I'm quite happy for him to go to Leicester, do his job. You know, the National Development League is about development. And, you know, if in the long run, if he makes it and comes good, he might end up with me anyway. So you never know. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And just on a a general point about the National Development League, obviously still fairly early days in, in this league so far. And you can't really draw too many conclusions because obviously the teams that have ridden the most meetings are at the top of the table at the moment. But there have been strong starts for the likes of Edinburgh, uh, Mildon Hall once again. Um, and you'll be looking to join them. But also um, Workington, of course, coming into the league and, and getting underway this weekend for the first time, which is a, a great story because it's it's a revival of, of an old name. Uh, you know, a name that went out having won everything there was to win in that league, you know, the year that they did it a few, a few years back, which sometimes our speedway goes. But um, they are back now uh, with their own track, a, a tremendous facility that's been built there by, by the team at, at Workington. And uh, obviously you must be looking forward to heading there yourselves, but it's, it's, it's a, you know, a great thing for, for the whole of the National League to have a, a name like Workington in it. That's no, brilliant news. And, and what they've done up there is phenomenal. You know, it's um, and and uh, having Stevie Lawson up there, you know, obviously knowing what he's doing, you know, so um, you know, he, he's he's been he had big involvement with Dan Bewley, so you know, so obviously they they you know, it's it's um, it's great to have those those guys on board, and and hopefully youngsters will feed from that and and go up there and 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 start and and really start learning and one thing another, so. Uh, yeah, I mean the, the the National Development League. It's it's a strong league, you know. There's some good riders in there, and I've seen some very good races in 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 the in the National Development League. And it doesn't always have to be the fastest race to to see a good race. So um, I know, and hopefully there might be one or two more coming back in the future. So uh, you know, it's it's um, yeah, it's a it's a it's a welcoming sight. That's for sure. And National League, you know, you, you do get some absolute gems of races. As you say, it's not necessarily about the fastest times. Like some of the closest, you know, people go on about passing. You know, there's not enough passing in Speedway. Well, National League meetings, there's tons of it, absolutely tons of it. And some of the more bizarre situations you'll ever see in Speedway can be thrown up in National League meetings. We saw some great stuff, I think. It was at Berwick and, uh, Berwick and Oxford. And there was like one rider went from last to first on the last bend. It was just amazing. It is mad, you know, because uh, you stand there and you look at your program and you think, well, how is this going to end up? And one thing, another, you know, it's it's quite, yeah, it is quite exciting because, uh, you know, but what I love about it is always, you know, even the ones which, you know, which might never going to make it big, you know, they're giving it their all and they're enjoying what they're doing and they're riding to their full abilities and sometimes on the edge and one thing and another, but, you know, you've got to respect all of that because not everybody's going to be a superstar, you know, but if we can all help them and enjoy themselves and enjoy their racing and, and hopefully improve, you know, uh, uh, to keep going, it's, it's um, you know, that is important. So, uh, but you do, yeah, like you said, 
you do you do do see some uh, sort of strange things going on in the National League sometimes, for sure. Peter Schroke, the team boss of the Oxford Chargers in the National Development League and the Oxford Cheaters in the Cab Direct Championship with us through this episode of No Breaks, No Fear. And in the next part, we're going to get behind the thinking of putting together the team for 2023 in the Cab Direct Championship for the Oxford Cheaters. A lot of people have talked about it saying it's very top-heavy. But what was the thinking behind it? Seems to be working all right so far. We'll find out from Peter in the next part of No Breaks, No Fear. No brakes, no fear. The official British Speedway podcast. Every Wednesday, a brand new episode should be with you on whichever app you choose to listen to. Make sure you like or subscribe to the podcast totally for free so you don't miss any future episodes and they'll just appear in your things to listen to next when the next one arrives. Now we're going to turn our attention on the Cab Direct Championship and in particularly on the Oxford Cheaters who have been called by many so-called experts uh, a a top-heavy side and people looking down that list of riders going, yeah, you've got Sam Mast and Scott Nichols and Louis Kerr and Cameron Heaps. But but what about the reserves? And as we've discussed, the, the reserves actually so far are, are not doing bad at all. And certainly Jordan Jenkins is proving to be a, a bit of a trump card in the middle order as well. But Peter, tell us about the, the discussions that you had, your thinking behind building this particular Oxford Cheetahs team for this year. We had long conversations over the winter and we went all sorts of different ways and, you know, shall we get Cameron back, not this, that, that, one way or another. It's, um, you know, but Jamie phoned me up one night and we were on the phone for about four hours and going backwards and forwards. That's not not telling, telling Paul because it was literally three or four hours, you know, and he said, Pete, just send me the team what you think is right. And... You know, and I had a whole page full of different things, and and you know, it's it's. And when 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 we came up with this team, what we've got, I just felt so comfortable with it because it it stands for everything what we stand for and what we should stand for in British Speedway. To have the the guys who teach, and we have to should have the guys in the team who want to learn, and. That way you're going to have growth, you know, and my way of thinking is those three guys, which, you know, Henry's been around for a little while, but look how he's come on since he's been with us, you know, full of confidence. Luke Colleen, he's new. We just leave him to He's the baby of the team and he's just doing what he's doing. And look at Jordan, we just spoke about him. You know, those guys, they feed from people like Louis, like, like Sam, like Scotty. You know, they feed from them. And, and I'm a great believer in you are the people you mix with. You know, and three of them, you know, the three top guys, they're all good teachers. They're, they're, they've got good morals. You know, look what Louis has been through over the years, you know, sort of thing. And he keeps coming back, keeps coming back and getting stronger and getting stronger. It just shows you, you know, we mustn't forget what's happened in the past, you know. Is Sam Masters is you know he, he speaks for himself and Scotty. Look at Scotty this year, you know he's in a happy place. Everything is good. Scott will not lower his standards for anyone, whatever he does, whether he does his TV, does his speedway with his family, anything like that. So you know when 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 we, when I put all that together and and we put it down and I said to Jamie, but you know it's it it made a big big. It's not just about the riding; it's about the whole picture. And it seems to fit this year. 
it really does. You know, they're enjoying it. You know, and to me, it's from the outside, we get pressure, you know, saying, oh, it's the league now, it's this and that and that. For me, it's just another Spiro meeting. You know, anything like that, it's just another Spiro meeting. I want the boys to enjoy it. And if they enjoy it, I know I'm going to get the best out of them. And when we get the best out of them, we get results. So, and that's how we sort of, you know, structured the whole the whole sort of uh, 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 theory of, of of what we what we what we, what we want to do, and um, you know, got you know, obviously people were saying, "Are oh, we a little bit top heavy, this and that and that?" But you know, to me, it's like you know, when do you give these young guys a chance? We all saying we're running out of riders, but we're not. But Ben Morley, you know, how long that's been going on, and he's a great little rider. He might never be a world champion, but he'll always come up with something, and he deserves to be in the championship. You know, and that is sort of my little bit of a, you know, is, is a bit of a gripe with, with, with the way things are because we keep saying we haven't got enough riders, but we have. But we not we need to look after them because they're the tools. It's no point having the nicest toolbox if you haven't got the tools. As simple as that. And Oxford as well, um, as, as, as building a strong team, you've also built a strong support as well because, you know, this time last year or maybe just before, um, nobody knew when Oxford opened the doors that, that the crowds would come back in any significant numbers, um, but they have very much done that. You've had really good crowds and now you've increased the, the attendance levels, and the, you know, the capacity has, has got bigger over the last year as well. So you must be really heartened and blown away by the, the levels of support that, that Oxford's achieved, um, which is, in some respects, maybe not as much of a surprise when you consider the lack of available clubs in that area. But still, you know, you, you don't know they're going to turn up in such numbers. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, what happened at Oxford is a bit of a fairytale story, you know, when you think about it. It's, it's uh, you know, sometimes you have, to, you have to have a little bit of luck in life as well. And, you know, with Kevin Boothby, you know, obviously, dog racing is his business, but he's an he's a through and through Speedway fan. He used to go to Boston, you know, with his family and one thing or another, I believe. And you know, and he he's a great guy, you know, and and he's you know he wants to win. He wants to do things the right way, and and that's what we've done from day one. And and when he got you know when he when he got to know Jamie. And they got together, they clicked straight away. And, you know, it's, it's, then I've got the phone call. Would you like to be involved? And, and we work as a team, you know, sort of we discuss everything and, um, you know, and, uh, and, and, um, and try and try and do it the right way, you know, without being a flash or anything like that. The stadium looks, you know, always looks, looks very presentable. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, we've got great sponsors. You know, people want to be involved because obviously of the facilities. We've got the restaurant now, which is, which is really finding its feet as well. You know, there was a lot, a lot of things had to be done. I mean, they're, they're, you know, there's millions of pounds been spent there, not just for Speedway, you know, for the stadium because it's Oxford Stadium. We're doing all sorts of different things. And we all know that Speedway alone, you know, it, you know, you, you can't just do that anymore. You have to do different things. So we're always trying to think outside the box a little bit at Oxford and try and do it all within the within the rules, but push right up to the to the limit. And um, you know, and so far, you know, we've you know, we had days when you know, we thought, Pooh, how did we get away with this? But, you know, you, you just you just have to keep going, keep going and striving to be better and and not be uh, complacent. So and that's what we tried to do, and that's what we've done this year with the team. You know, we 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 there was nothing 
listen, there was nothing wrong with the team last year, you know, but it was it was a team which was just put together lastminute.com because everybody knows in spirit that you know we we were gonna well we we were originally gonna go into the into the uh, premiership but that was that obviously went wrong for whatever reason and um you know and then we were the last ones to 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 be able to pick and um unfortunately for kent they lost you know they lost their stadium and but fortunately for us there was a few riders left over and so we built a team and uh, we tried our best but um this year it was, was a case of you know uh, I put the team together the way I felt like you know we wanted it, and we're sticking with with everything what we're doing, and it seems it seems to work. So um, yeah, it's it's there's a lot of people in Oxford which which need to be thankful. You know, it's it's uh, the volunteers, people who turn up every week. You know, we got you know we put that brilliant meeting on against Swindon. It does annoy me a little bit because people sort of frown things. Oh, you only done it for financial gains. You know, financial gains. What is a financial gains? We're running a business. But we've done it for the right reasons because, you know, we invited councillors from Swindon, all sorts of people, because we knew, because the way we do our ticket sales, we knew we're going to have a full house. And for Swindon councillors or anybody who is in charge to come over and see what we do, why can't they do that? Why can't they do that 30 or 40 miles down the road? So we tried to do it in, you know, tried to do it the right way. And, um, from our side, it worked. We were really pleased with it. You know, we weren't shy of spending money because, you know, we had Doily there, which, uh, you know, and he, he's a great guy, you know, and for us to have to cancel it and he comes for the second, uh, you know, second second time round, just shows you how much it means to him. So we've done it all for the right reasons. So, uh, and that's what we keep doing. You know, we, we're just thinking outside the box do things for the right reasons and hopefully people can see it in the long run that we, you know, we are genuine and, um, you know, we want to, we, we, we want to be here for the long run. And on the subject of Swindon, they're, they're in action again, um, a slightly different side, of course, but some of those uh, regular names back with them, in, including Jason Doyle heading back to Poole, which is again, another big fixture in the South. Uh, Poole are great neighbours to, to to Oxford speedway wise and, and similarly to see Poole and Swindon up against each other. It's a, it's a nice fixture to have on a calendar, even though it's a, you know, a, a demonstration match in effect. Copycats, that's what I call them. <laughs> hey, well, you know, success as many fathers. The more we get, to, like I said, it's another speedway match. You know, it's really, really important to keep Swindon in the limelight and keep it going. And, um, you know, Pool, obviously, you know, there's there's hardly anything in the south now. So if we can keep, uh, you know, if if we can have some sort of hope that Swindon could come back, being such an iconic club, and it's it's close to my heart as well because that's where our first, you know, I, I, you know, I had my first house there. I, you know, I grown up with Roscoe, all them sort of people. We all lived there when we was racing. So it, it is close to to my pers- me personally, to my heart sort of thing, and. There's a lot of good people in Swindon involved, you know, and we've we've seen quite a few coming up to Oxford supporting us, which, you know, which which is it's a big thing for them, and we respect it, you know, because they obviously want their own club back, and um, you know, um, it's it's it, you know, so if we can play a small part in it and try and push it, and if if we have to do it again, we'll do it again. You know, there's no reason why we can't. So, um, you know, the, the, like I said, the more exposure 
we try and give Swindon and make people realise that Swind- Speed- Speedway is still alive, you know, because it is, um, you know, the better it would be for everyone. Just to talk about the BSN series, you're in action fairly early doors uh, in the season with this, as, as most teams were, but your fixtures came thick and fast against the Pool Pirates and, uh, and and also the Plymouth Gladiators. You've still got one fixture to to race, which was a rain-off, wasn't it, between uh, Oxford and, and Plymouth, which actually could have had something riding on it still, um, were it not for uh, Redcar getting that victory at the weekend. They had to win that, and it was very close down to a couple of points at uh, some parts in that meeting and if Birmingham had a beaten red car it would have potentially left it uh, between uh, Oxford and Plymouth to, to fight it out for best runner-up. It To me it's quite a prestige trophy same like the KO Cup and you know and everything else but um, you know you had a problem with the weather you know you had the, you know the, the, the rain and most of them haven't even been practising so when you go straight away into competitions like that and you know you're right against teams maybe which some of the riders ride in Australia, this, that, that, you know, sort of thing. It's I personally would love to see us doing maybe two or three challenge, you know, at least a couple of challenge matches before we go into these meetings because I think it gives everybody a better chance to to get warmed up and, you know, and get going. So it's not so much like a lottery sort of thing. So that that's my personal opinion on it. You know, not not being bitter about it or anything like that. But, you know, I think it would be a much fairer uh, uh, situation for everybody because, you know, everybody gets a few runs and, 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 and you know, irons their little problems out and one thing or another. Like, you know, you know, we had a 5 nil against us where a couple of boys, like, you know, made a couple of mistakes. They probably would have made those um, if they would have ridden a little bit more. So, but that's all hindsight. But that's just overall, I think, for everybody, not just for us, for everybody, it'd be good to have a couple of challenge matches and then go into these meetings, which actually mean something. But it's no good saying afterwards, oh, it's only the KO Cup, it's only the B, uh, um, uh, BSN. You know, to me, every trophy at the moment in Oxford, we've got an empty, empty cupboard. So, you know, every trophy we could pick up, I would like to pick up if we can. So, but you've got to give yourself the best chance. And so, but that can be looked at during the winter, maybe. and and maybe rectify it a little bit, but who knows? But um, it's been a good experience, you know. Um, I think having BSN on 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 board is is great this year with the new graphics and everything. It's they're getting better each time they're coming out. So uh, you know, it's all a learning curve for everyone. And um, yeah, so long may it continue. And um, a busy week ahead then for you in the National Development League because you've got three fixtures on the way for the Oxford Chargers, the uh, Leicester Lion Cubs in what's really a repeat of the, uh, the playoff semi-final from last year at Cowley. Then you're heading to the National Speedway Stadium uh, for your uh, clash against the uh, Bellevue Colts on uh, Friday. So uh, busy times ahead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we've got a busy week. We're up at Bellevue. All the boys enjoy riding there, I would have thought. So, uh, you know, it's a great experience going up to that stadium. You know, it's uh, it's got good history with it and everything, the, the whole club. So, uh, yeah, it's always nice to go to Bellevue. Um, and then on Sunday we're at Mildenhall. So, uh, you know, we've got a couple of tough ones coming up. But they're all tough. So, uh, you know, like I said, we just go to enjoy ourselves, see what we, what, what we can do and... Um, you know, hopefully come back with a result. I mean, the boys are all all up for it and they're all capable of it. 
And like I said, you know, with, with, with the three guys which we've got in the Cheetahs, hopefully they sort of gained that little bit of experience um, uh, riding in the Cheetahs. And, uh, you know, the other four, what we've got um, in the in the Chargers, we'll sort of almost use it to feed, you know, to feed from, from, from those three. So uh, that's the whole idea of it. So uh, we had a little bit of a practice last week after, and um, it all got stuck in. And, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll have a good, good couple of days. OK, well, Peter Shroke of the Oxford Cheaters and the Oxford Chargers, it's been great uh, speaking with you today in this episode and, and good luck for a, a busy week for you as well because you mentioned those three fixtures for the National Development League. And then, of course, you've got action next Wednesday, the 17th, as the Oxford Cheaters host the Plymouth Gladiators in that uh, final fixture in the uh, in the BSN series Southern Group as such as well. So um, enjoy your week and um, thanks for joining us and we'll see you soon. Thank you very much and uh, yeah, see you all soon. Well, Peter's uh, Oxford Cheaters might not be in the semi-final, but there are four teams now making it through to the next stage of the BSN Series competition. With the four semi-finalists decided, the draw took place at the weekend, and we'll be able to hear from the uh, four representatives of those remaining teams. Tom Brennan, Charles Wright... Simon Lambert and Kyle Newman uh, all on the way in the final part of No Breaks, No Fear, next. No Breaks, No Fear, the official British Speedway podcast. Welcome back. Well, Redcar are through to the BSN Series semi-finals after a hard-fought 49-41 win over the Birmingham Brummies last weekend. The Bears needed to avoid defeat after 15 races at the Echo Arena to book their place as best group runners-up. But were given a nervous evening by a dogged Brummies side inspired by skipper Justin Sedgman, who won his first four rides. But Connor Bailey and Jason Edwards finally made the match safe with a 5-1 in Heat 14. Uh, before home captain Charles Wright produced the ride of the night to pass both Justin Sedgman and guest on the evening Zach Cook in Heat 15. Wright top scored for the Bears with 14 from five rides. Danny King also adding 10, whilst Justin Sedgman with 13 plus one and Zach Cook on 10 led the way for the Brummies. The BSN Series semi-finals are confirmed as the group winners Glasgow, Scunthorpe and Poole and now joined by the Red Car Bears. The draw has been made and we'll come to that in a few moments. First of all, let's hear from one of those riders who sealed the deal for the Red Car Bears, Connor Bailey, speaking with Ryan Nassau. I'm, I'm happy with my night. I think I'm progressing nicely. I'm, uh, I, made, I made one one and a half starts tonight, I like to think. So, uh, yeah, you know, it's, we're all moving in the right direction. I've got good speed with the bike, a couple of passes and... Uh, yeah, you know, I think it'll, uh, it'll shape up as a good season after a few more meetings. What is Connor Bailey capable of in 2023 at championship level? I'd like to see myself increase my average a bit. Um, I think the first goal is to just sort of hold on to my, my middle order spot. And then, uh, you know, once I've sort of consolidated myself in the middle order, I want to build on that and just have a nice, strong season. Yeah, overall, I'm just looking at improvement on as a rider and... Uh, I think it'll come. It, seeing positive signs here and there, and I just need to put it all together, and it'll uh, it'll all come. I'm sorry, there is one more. Gav moved you from two to four. Did that help, Hinder? Did you uh, were you happy about that? I'm not fussed to be honest. I 
I don't mind heat one, but I think it's it's always hard to go out in the first heat of the night when you don't get to watch anything. I mean, we, we get to walk the track and see how it is and all that, but nothing shows like actually riding the track. And yeah, it's, it's sometimes difficult to go out and heat one to know where to put the bike or where, where to start from or anything like that. And uh, I don't think there's a great deal of difference in difficulty between two and four, but I... I I'm not phased, to be honest, you know, whatever works for the team. Uh, so number one next week. Number one next week, yes. No, it's I, I'm not phased. I just think if I just keep focusing on myself and improvement within myself, uh, it'll all come and hopefully uh, sooner rather than later. Connor Bailey, who uh, actually, good luck to Connor. He's part of the Workington Comets National League side, so he'll be involved in that fixture against the Edinburgh Monarchs Academy uh, at the weekend. But uh, there he was with his red car hat on, having uh, successfully uh, helped guide uh, red car past the Birmingham Brummies at the weekend and seeing red car into the hat for the draw in the BSN Series semi-finals. And that draw was conducted on Sunday evening by me. And uh, I can tell you that uh, the draw came out as follows. It's the uh, Glasgow Tigers and the Scunthorpe Scorpions up against each other. And uh, also the Red Car Bears will be facing the Pool Pirates in the next round. Um, interesting one, that, because, um, of course, Red Car will be taking Danny King, who uh, captain Pool Pirates to their last four trophies uh, at uh, Wimborne Road. And uh, in return, Richard Lawson of the Pool Pirates was actually racing for uh, Red Car in that um, match against uh, Birmingham and a couple of other matches, actually. He's uh, filled in a few times for Eric Riss over the time. Uh, Kyle Newman, of course, of uh, the Pool Pirates, former Red Car Bear, as did Adam Roynan. Uh, so a lot of familiarity between the two sides. And we'll hear from Kyle Newman in a few moments. Um, here is a selection of interviews that uh, was uh, conducted on Sunday evening after that draw. And um, we start off chatting with uh, the captain of the Glasgow Tigers, Tom Brennan, after they drew the Scunthorpe Scorpions in the semi-finals of the BSN series. So what do you make of the, yeah. uh, of the draw there then? Make, makes me a little bit nervous again, to be honest. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's one of those things that obviously we always want to win. So, uh, no, looks, uh, looks so good. So, looking, uh, looking forward to it. And tell us about the BSN series for you so far, because um, I think everybody expected at one point Glasgow to, you know, be a bit of a formality after you'd ridden Berwick uh, at Shieldfield Park and then uh, to have such a big win. But then actually to find in the in the return leg at Ashfield, because of course the original staging was affected by the weather, that Berwick, if, if they got a, a victory over Glasgow, they, they could have gone top. So it all got pretty tight in that group in the end. Yeah, as you say, things uh, things things definitely got close. Um, Berwick obviously got we uh, we had that uh, rain off, which obviously then uh, we then had to reschedule that meeting, and uh, we kind of felt like we had that sewn up, and then uh, and then and then as you say, we had to kind of do it all over again, and uh, it, it was quite a different sort of Berwick team to kind of the first one that we faced. So uh, for us, it was uh, it was uh, just trying to keep our heads down, and uh, and yeah, I mean we. We have um, such a uh, such a great team this year, so um, hopefully you know we can sort of carry this on and uh, and uh, and uh, progress to the final. 
as you say, you, you know, you, you always have a strong team. I think all the teams left, are, of course, are strong teams. I think that's the thing about the, you know, the Cab Direct Championship as a whole this year, that all of the teams have got big riders in them. And, and as we've seen, you know, people had their doubts over Birmingham and Birmingham, of course, gave Redcar a bit of a scare at, at points um, even last night. So it does seem to be a, a league where anything can happen. And now you're heading to, to Scunthorpe. And uh, what are your thoughts of heading down to the old Eddie Wright Raceway there? Yeah, um, everybody's very strong, um, as you say. I mean, uh, I mean, every team obviously wants to win, so it's um, it's one of those things. I and mean, we obviously have to try and work as hard as we can to try and uh, to try and come out as good as we can. Um, but yeah, I mean, Scunthorpe have been going good. Um, I um, I know that they've obviously had some uh, summer team changes uh, recently, which, um, in my opinion, kind of kind of makes them a little bit stronger. So uh, it it'll be. We'll be like a whole new sort of team again. So we'll have to obviously face uh, face them with obviously what they have, and uh, we'll have to give it our best shot. But um, we're all ready, um, as you say. We kind of have uh, we have um, quite a lot of experience in the team. Um, so yeah, I mean, we're obviously ready. We, we haven't had too much time around uh, around uh, Scunthorpe, to be honest. So uh, hopefully we can kind of we can kind of get um, get us settled in early because we all know that. Um, that I'm scanned for, but definitely really, really good at home. So uh, yeah, we'll have, we'll have to see, but um, but but uh, we're uh, we're already. Awesome stuff. Thanks a lot, Tom. And we're looking forward to heading to Ashfield. It'll probably be our first trip to Ashfield this season, so we'll look forward to seeing you there soon. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. Cheers, Tom Brennan of the Glasgow Tigers. And Glasgow will be facing the Scunthorpe Scorpions. So now let's uh, hear from the captain of the Scunthorpe Scorpions and join Simon Lambert, who is able to uh, talk to us now. Uh, evening, Simon. What do you make of the draw then? It's only up the road, Glasgow, for us, isn't it? You know. Um, but yeah, I, I don't really, I don't really think we're phased. Really, who we get, we, you know, we've got a good feeling in the camp at the minute, and you know, we're not. Uh, we're certainly a lot better on the road, that's for sure this year. So, um, so yeah, we could make Friday night the first leg, really, couldn't we? You know, you obviously were on the BSM Friday against Glasgow. I think it was a league, but just an idea out there. But, uh, but yeah, no, obviously <laughs> for the club, for the club, it's good to to make the semi, and obviously we want to push on and make the final and get another two meetings. So, um, Glasgow's a track that I like. So yeah, it's, it's I'm pretty good with that. And um, Scunthorpe, as you say, have, have put together a, a strong side uh, once again this season. And, and you, you certainly started, as you meant, to go on with the BSN series with that victory over um, you know, Redcar. Uh, that, that sort of laid down a statement and really made things interesting in that group because there were two strong teams there. Both have obviously gone through now, but it, it made for a, an interesting uh, finish overall. Well, it went down to eight fifteen, didn't it? But um, yeah, it was a bit, it was a bit sketchy. But um, but no, obviously, you know, like you know, Scunthorpe and uh, Redcar have a bit of rivalry, and it would, you know, I'm sure Rob would have probably preferred Redcar because it's a bit closer and crowds and that. But but no, it is what it is. You know, like I say, we don't really fear anyone, and um, like I say, obviously, the plan is now to try and try and beat Glasgow over two legs and make the final and. Face either red car or a pool in the final. You know, from our point of view, we get we get two more meetings, which is which is good for us riders and um, fans. And yeah, we'll just we'll just see what happens. And of course, it will be a different looking uh, Scunthorpe side as well because you've made a couple of team changes for the first time. You have a full seven uh, in person in the pits as well, so um, it'd be a, a good um, a good outing for those riders as well to 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 get involved with the team. 
as long as they perform, yeah. But, um, you know, there's a lot of talk and a lot of speculation about these changes. But, I mean, you can only sort of play the hand you dealt, can't you? Um, there was li- literally, from what Rob and Dave said, there was there was one like-for-like swap and the rider who could have done that didn't want to do that. So, um, obviously, that it meant, that meant that, obviously, Joe, Joe Thompson, unfortunately, had to be replaced to, to get Nathan in, to get Cleggy in. You know, it's just it's typical speedway. We've all, you know, the four riders here now, and any, any speedway rider knows, you know, it's purely a numbers game. Um, it's not something the club wanted to do at all. Um, but obviously, we've got to have seven riders. So, you know, the facility ran out and something had to give. And, you know, unfortunately for Joe, that was it. But, um, you know, he'll push on. He'll, he'll soon get snapped up somewhere else, I'm sure. And, um, you know, but from the from the seven we've got now, we've got a you know we've got a fire. We bit unlucky last night at Berwick, but uh, it's the first sort of time of seven of us together. But um, but yeah, we go again Friday and uh, be a bit easier maybe for them on the home track and uh, get get a bit of confidence and a few laps under the belt and uh, hopefully we can beat Glasgow. Awesome stuff. Well, thanks a lot, Simon. As you say, regardless of which competition it ends up being, uh, we will be uh, with uh, you on Friday for Scunthorpe versus Glasgow on BSN. So we'll be at the Eddie Rewrite Raceway uh, with you on uh, on that Friday. But thanks for joining us this evening. No problems. Thank you. Cheers. Simon Lambert of the Scunthorpe Scorpions. So it is Glasgow and Scunthorpe facing off in the first semi-final in the BSN series. And in the second semi-final, well... It was Redcar and the Pool Pirates that have been drawn together. And first of all, let's hear from the Redcar captain, Charles Wright. And uh, he joins us now. Uh, evening, Charles. Um, last night, you sealed the deal for the Redcar Bears, uh, getting through as the uh, best runners-up. But um, it was maybe a bit closer than uh, than you'd have liked at points in that meeting last night. Yeah, it was. I think uh, the, the, the weather had, uh, it was probably on the slickest side of the track and it probably suited Birmingham more than the homeboys last night. So, no, they give us quite a good run. Uh, but we managed to do the job, what we needed to do and win on, win on the night to get through to the next round. So that was the main thing. And I know that the result was already sorted by Heat 15 and you were already through, but you wouldn't have known it because the way that you rode in Heat 15, an absolutely sensational race. Some people saying, you know, you won't see a better race this year between yourself and Justin Sedgman. It was a proper old-fashioned round-the-boards job and you you, uh, you nailed that victory there as well. But that certainly gave the crowd something to to shout about. I've never heard a cheer like it uh, for a long time in, in, in Speedway and that the crowd on that first bend at Redcar really, uh, really loved that. No, I think it was, uh, you know, you don't want someone from a way track coming, uh, scoring a max. So I was definitely not letting Sedgy beat me uh, twice around my home track and scoring a maximum. So I think, you know, I was uh, more eager than anything to make sure he didn't get a max on the night. So, uh, no, it was a good race by myself. Uh, and, yeah, uh, that's what it's all about, isn't it, with the, uh, with the crowd getting behind the team. So you're through to the next round now. You're going to face the Pool Pirates, which is uh, a fair old journey uh, heading down uh, from Redcar for, for the fans there. But always, um, you know, strong opposition that you know you're going to be facing there. Uh, what about that uh, extra fixture then now, Pirates? 
Yeah, obviously, it probably wasn't the ideal going to pool. Uh, either Glasgow or Scunthorpe would have done. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a long way, and especially pool, uh, very good force around the home track. We know how uh, tough it is to go down there and uh, try and get it as close as we can. And yeah, it's going to be tough, but anything can happen. Uh, yeah, and we know where we're at now, and uh, we got the team to do it. So let's see what happens. Good stuff. Well, thanks a lot for joining us, Charles. And uh, we'll see you either at the Echo Arena or, or down at Wimborne Road in this tournament uh, sometime soon. Cheers. Thank you. Charles Wright, captain of the Red Car Bears. And uh, finally, then, we have that representative of the Pool Pirates joining us this evening. Uh, I know we've got all captains on so far, but Steve Worrell is uh, away on international business at uh, Daugapils today. Uh, Kyle Newman, though, is uh, able to join us. And uh, here he is. Uh, evening, Kyle. So, Red Car Bears home and away for yourselves in the semi-finals. Hi, guys. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Obviously, it's a track I got to learn last year pretty well. Um I think Richard Lawson's probably had just as many guests as they have home rides, so uh, hopefully it can work out for us. That is a very good point uh, about Richard Lawson. I was going to mention yourself, of course, you were riding there for for the much um, most part of last season, but you know Richard Lawson was involved in that victory last night that that saw Redcar qualify through. So that that could be handy experience. And Adam Roynan, of course, as well, uh, a Redcar rider yeah. last season. So you've you've you have got a, a fair bit of experience uh, on on what will be your away track. Yeah, that's it. So we we just got to try and use that to our advantage. Um... Like I say, I'd sort of found my feet there a little bit. Um, yeah, we just got to go there and do the business and hopefully we can come away with a sort of a, either a small points deficit or even a win and bring it back to, to home where we know we're pretty good at home. And it's been a dominant start for the Pool Pirates in the BSN series, particularly, of course, beating Oxford home and away and then that demolition job on... Uh, on Plymouth that we we showed live on on BSN, where I think we've rarely seen a, a fixture where you think it can't get any worse for Plymouth, and then it ended up being a five nil. Um, obviously, they pulled it round in the second half and, and gave you a bit more of a fight uh, there in the, in the last sort of seven heats or so. But it has been a, 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 a you know a, a competition that you've been really dominant in as a team so far. Yeah, um, I don't think we're really looking what sort of competition it is. It's just match by match. We're just sort of match by match, race by race. We're um, we're all all feeling in good form. Um, we're all making some good starts, and uh, yeah, I think that sort of proved that in that match. You know, it was um, it wasn't sort of looking long term. It was just like, right, what's the next race? Can we get another five one or even luckily five nil? Was uh, that's the sort of form we're in. We're just looking to every every individual race and just trying to win every single every single race if we can and Midlow of course he, he likes a bit of silverware doesn't he I don't know how many trophies <laughs> this would be that he's uh, got his eye on now but um, you know pool lover 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 competition whatever whatever it is don't they yeah yeah we love to win <laughs> um, it's sort of <laughs> bullshit that sounds it's um, sort of part of the pool DNA um, I've won a lot of trophies with Paul in the past, and you sort of there's kind of this um, it's it's a it's a pressure, but it's a pressure you kind of thrive on to to win at Paul, and that's what we want to do, and we want to do it in every single competition we can. 
Fantastic. Well, it's the red car bears that stand in your way. So at least now you uh, you know your fate and uh, just the dates to be decided, I think. Yeah, that's it. So um, we're just, uh, I think the group chat's been going off already, seeing what dates we're available for. So uh, we'll figure out soon and hopefully it's not too far away. Fantastic. Thanks for joining us, Kyle. And we look forward to seeing you on BSN when uh, when the semi-final happens. Yeah, thanks for that. Look forward to seeing you guys. Well, I can confirm the dates now for the semi-finals of the BSN series. And Simon Lambert's suggestion uh, was good. And uh, on Friday, the 12th of May, it will be the Scunthorpe Scorpions versus the Glasgow Tigers in the BSN series. They were due to be racing anyway, uh, but that's now in the BSN series on Friday. Uh, the next match in the semi-finals will be at Wimborne Road on Wednesday the 17th, the Pool Pirates versus the Red Car Bears. On Friday the 19th of May, it's the Glasgow Tigers versus the Scunthorpe Scorpions, the second leg of that tie. And then on Saturday the 20th it will be the Red Car Bears versus the Pool Pirates. Uh, all of those fixtures of course will be on BSN for you to watch the uh, semi-finals of the BSN series. So um, that's about it for this week on No Breaks No Fear. Thanks for joining us. Uh, before we go, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to run you through the upcoming fixtures in British Speedway over the forthcoming week and uh, starting on Wednesday, May 10th, the date of release of this uh, episode. We've already mentioned the Oxford Chargers against the Leicester Lion Cubs. The Pool Pirates take on that Swindon Robins select side at 7.30 as well and then on Thursday we've got um, quite a busy programme in the Premiership but uh, in a couple of different uh, fronts we've got uh, Premiership League action for the Sheffield Tigers as they take on the Wolverhampton Wolves at Ollerton Stadium Thursday night 7.30 and Leicester Lions up against the Kingsland Stars at the same time as well on Thursday both of those in the Premiership and then Premiership Knockout Cup semi-final first leg action at Foxhall as the Ipswich which witches take on the Peterborough Panthers. That one will be on BSN. Friday, uh, well, we've got uh, some action uh, in the British Youth Championships, uh, which will be at 6pm. Uh, this is at the National Speedway Stadium, round one, which is uh, before the uh, Bellevue Colts take on the Oxford Chargers. So you get your double whammy there. Um, we've got uh, action in the uh, Championship Knockout Cup, quarterfinal second leg, as I mentioned, Plymouth Gladiators versus the Pool Pirates uh, happening on uh, Friday at... Um, the uh, Coliseum, which was rearranged from Tuesday, having been rained off. Edinburgh Monarchs taking on the Red Car Bears in the Cab Direct Championship 7.30. Scunthorpe Scorpions versus the Glasgow Tigers at 7.30 in the BSN Series semi-final first leg. And then on Saturday, the very first fixture in the National Development League at the brand new Northside track for the Workington Comets, taking on the Edinburgh Monarchs Academy at 3 o'clock in the afternoon for that very first meeting at Workington. And then on Sunday it's the Kent Royals versus the Berwick Bullets. A noon kickoff for that one. 12 o'clock start time. Sunday 14th of May British Youth Championships uh, taking place at Glasgow. That's all classes. So the 125s, the 250s, the 500s all in action there from 2 o'clock at Ashfield. And then on uh, also on Sunday the Mildenhall Fen Tigers against the Oxford Chargers. That's at 4pm. And then Monday, we have Premiership action between the Wolverhampton Wolves and the Sheffield Tigers at 730 
And then uh, next Tuesday, May 16th, Plymouth Gladiators taking on the Birmingham Brummies. So that's how the next week looks in British Speedway. Fingers crossed for the weather that we have a more successful week this week. And we'll be back to hopefully round up all of that action and look ahead to even more next Wednesday. The next episode will be released. Thanks for joining us and uh, we will see you next time on No Breaks, No Fear. No Breaks, No Fear. The official British Speedway podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network.